Okay. Welcome to a corner conversation on First John five. Today we're talking about cool commands, and it's yeah, really like Jesus commands aren't burdens. Are we really into the word cool? He did it. I when I point to he, it's Scott. He said just commands. Said well, I read the title. I didn't really. I didn't. Yeah, it's like not cold commands. It's not cold commands. It's about how Jesus commands aren't burdensome, which is. Like what, what do most what, people feel? Is it, is it still cool? <laughs> right. Is it still cool to say cool? I say it, which means it's not. Okay. <laughs> well, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Slay. I think that's cool. Oh, but I really? I don't think so. I think that is. That's ninety four. Ninety four. I heard people say it last year. I don't know oh, if I can know. say it. I say cool. Cool. Yeah. Cool. I mean, I like. I say gnarly well. all the time. <laughs> That's good. I don't say gnarly. Well, you're not cool. I, I like gnarly. I'll drop. I'll drop a gnarly here. Really? Uh, really? But gnarly's not like cool. It's a different. Yeah. How do you it's mean different. it? It's. I mean, he's California, so he can say gnarly. Well, that makes sense. Whoa. So when you say gnarly, then what is it? <laughs> what was that? I'm so sorry. That's it. <laughs> oh my. When you say gnarly, what does it mean? Well, like when, like when surfing culture, when they say it like a gnarly wave, it means it was cool as part of it, but it also was like part scary. Like it's cool, yeah. you're like the cool, oh, scary, it's like everything that the crossover of those like things. That. Like, hmm, it's it, it was, was gnarly. Tough. Yeah, it was gnarly. I could have got her. It was gnarly, but it was okay. cool. Yeah. Okay. It's like when you and when you and Zach ran down the mount in the snow. Mm-hmm. That's why. Well, I think, I mean, that's that's what we're looking at today. It's, it should be called gnarly commands. I got it. <laughs> Changing it. Changing it. Okay, let's Jesus start over. Welcome commands. to a corner conversation yeah. on gnarly. Gnarly commands. Is uh, gnarly with a G? Yes. Yeah. G N A R L Y. Oh, I missed that. I'll spell it. You spelled it. Yeah. We should have done a spelling bee. And this may be a new gnarly, a new section of the podcast every week. How would Scott spell it? One word. I love it. One word and just see how Scott would spell it. I'm going to start with famine. Have you guys ever spelled famine with a PH? Because Scott has. Alternative spellings. That's what we're going to call the section. Alternative spellings with Scott. No, we'll call it Scott's Alt. Oh, that's good. There we go. The uh, I mean, there is something we said for team prep when you, I mean, there is the like, oh, I put like, you know, shared something of mine was vulnerable with that, and then there's the vulnerability of, oh, that guy just can't spell. Yeah. Yeah. And and it's I okay. keep adding to it. Yeah, and I just <laughs> it's very vulnerable. I've, I've felt, <laughs> I've felt in times in the past like, ooh, I. I should make sure that I don't embarrassingly spell that wrong. And with you guys, boy, I don't care. Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I love it. And it's not and it's about it. It's a lot of joy in my So there is there's a difference in responses and I think this ties into where we're going today. Oh good. Maybe. Is that I think that there is uh like being vulnerable that way because um I know that you guys won't exploit or pick on me for my faults. That's not it. 
That is not I it. was like, I was, I've been around a while, and I don't yeah. think that's true. <laughs> it was like, that's what you think works. Yeah. So that is one of my spiritual gifts. Yeah. And so, and then after, <laughs> I don't think gift. it's from the Lord, but okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then it's anyway, just gnarly. It's just gnarly. Yeah. I rode that way. <laughs> yeah. Gnarly. Uh, and then the other thing is wonderful. I love it. And the other is just embracing that. I mean, it's just who I am. It's yeah. Too late. Mm-hmm. Too late. <laughs> If you're, well, if you're if you're gonna spell it, no, wrong, it's spell not it too late. Hard. You haven't spelled fandom with a ph again. And the thing and is, you know, what's interesting don't. is that yeah. somehow it's it it wasn't it be, makes it's, it memorable. Uh, it was a Pavlov thing for you because you feel like your <laughs> laughing about it is what changed me. And you're no, it's just the knowing that changed you. I don't think I still don't know. Really, I, really like, I feel like I could flip a, flip a coin right now, and it could be pH 50% of the time. Guys, okay. No, Fammy no, comes no, up. Hold on. Note for the audio. You guys are picturing P-H-A-M-I-N-E. No. It was not. P-H-A-M-O-A. Famone. Famone's ever so bad that we're like, what? Can we get? <laughs> what is he talking about? Oh. Ask AI. What are potential correct spellings of this word? Oh. <laughs> is this the name of a rapper? What is oh, this? Oh, it's like Pharrell. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. It was those. I had to take it home. Greg and I were in the same room as Pharrell, and I still could not picture him in my mind right now. That's important. It's also part of. Because he was at Northland. He was at a Super Bowl party. Oh. Adidas VIP Super Bowl party. I can close my eyes and I can see Snoop Dogg's security guards, but I cannot picture what for all. Snoop Dogg's Probably security big guards big. could not fit in this room with us at the same time that we were in here. That's beautiful. Yep. That's Bare- cool. Barely human. They were the Nephilim. <laughs> <laughs> That's <laughs> true, though. Wow, well, that hit that. That was gnarly, apparently. Oh, you cannot lose people. Yes. They were having a funny little. Just to the right and left of Snoop Dogg. I don't think that joke would land with them, but if they were, if they came up to a counter, I'd just say, Are you Nephilim? Yes. Who's your mom? Okay. <laughs> That'd be a great To be fair, Snoop is one of the tallest individuals you'll ever see. Like six, he's like 6'5". Six, he's gigantic. Yeah. He's a big guy. And he was a baby compared baby. to these two guys. Oh, yeah. Height-wise, or... I mean, Snoop is like, he's yes. pretty narrow. These are like 7 foot... And 400 Both pounds. Directions. Oh, more than four. They, so there's like tall guy and you kind of like stoop under the door. There's a couple of people that come into the North Loop consistently that are duck yeah. under the door. Not because they're necessarily going to hit it. It's just like a comfort. Yeah. Yeah. The, it's like those I, are it's things. like when I drive my with, van in yeah. the parking When I walk under something <laughs> that is five foot nine and I go. These security guards not only have. Yeah. yeah, they, they turn, turn their shoulders. Their shoulders are too wide. Oh, oh, oh. 
Yeah. And so. No. Was this connect? Can you connect this one back to? The yeah, have we done? That, it was that <laughs> I actually finally found it. Uh, service center, government center downtown. My antenna hit something. We dig it, dig it. Oh, that oh, oh, yeah. Yep, that's the sound they hear all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they have little orange flames. This is a lot they about, walk, they walk about the who they are. Dig it, dig it. <laughs> <laughs> an intelligent Pick girl feelers, I thought you were making like a, a Snoop Dogg music joke. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> There's so many ways this could go. <laughs> oh. oh my. Well, that's the podcast for today. Folks. So first, first John, gnarly, 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 but enjoyable. I laugh. First, first John has been this refocus of main things and. Where we go to the last chapter mm-hmm. and a like again it's been focus on jesus messiah savior he is the avenue to relationship with god and love people main things mm-hmm. it's jesus's command in john chapter 13 he looks at his disciples says a new command i give you love one another as i've loved you and uh and bringing the shaman into this idea of love the lord you know mm-hmm. there's one god love him love him with all of your heart and um there's like i can i think of moments like that first class in higher ed when the professor reads the syllabus and you just go this is great i can't do this i can't this is i, I don't you it's like that can be i don't know if you guys ever experienced that but like the first day when you have two days of first classes and you just have syllabus overload and you just go, there's, I can't, one of these things, but if I had to do, have to do four or five of these things, all these things that they have over the next months, it's just gonna, doesn't work. And I feel like that's, like maybe is the heart of what is hit through all of First John, is that, um, <laughs> yes, over, it's super simple. It's incredibly all encompassing. And while it's possible in Christ, it's also impossible. And then there's this bomb declaration. What what is the word super phrase? These things that you guys love it when I say, but mm. is that the, the, the command, the mm-hmm. command uh, is clear, but it's not a burden. I love the beginning of the semester when we get the syllabus. I love seeing all the hope and the possibilities and what can happen. Yes. I get so excited. Like I love, I love registering for classes. I love all the beginning, mm. but halfway through, I really, really suck. <laughs> and so like when I'm reading through first John, I love that there's these clear guidelines of what we're supposed to be doing. And, but the follow through of living mm. this way is harder. Like it's really, it's yeah. encouraging. Like I, like on Sunday you read through it and, or you read through some of it and you're like, okay, like this is a new day. This is, I'm going to, this is what we want to aim for this week. And then by Tuesday, I'm like, well, I already mm-hmm. failed a hundred times. Yeah, I think we're gonna we have a a list of like common burdens and mm-hmm. not it's not gonna be to get people to like because it's very vulnerable, mm-hmm. <laughs> but like to have people walk through and go, all right, what burdens are you are in your world right now? Checking that mm-hmm. uh, what what burdens uh, do you you know have felt fade in your life? Uh, what burdens do you feel like 
you don't understand. Like there's a whole bunch of different questions you can ask about burdens. What yeah. burdens do you feel like other people have that you don't ever experience? What burdens that you have that you don't think other people experience? And, you know, burden is, uh, is it's a declaration of, of pain. Mm -hmm. It's a de declaration of even failure. And, uh, and so to ask the question like, all right, so from this, what are the internal external causes uh, for building or depleting a burden? Because I feel like burden is usually out of my control. Yeah. Well, and like, I feel like when I read this verse, like, so it's first John five and it's, um, <clears throat> sorry, it says in verse three, so five, three, it's like, in fact, this is love for God to keep his commands and his commands are not burdensome. And it's like, I feel, I hear this like tone, like, and you guys, like his commands aren't burdensome. Like you can love yeah. people, you can love each other. You can love God. You can do all these things. And like, but my 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 actual reaction is like oh sometimes it feels like a burden to love my neighbor and to love yeah. you know even the people in my house well but it's like no like burdens are these things but to love people like is that a burden you yeah. know like and i don't know i just feel like there's this thought in my head that goes okay so why why does it feel like a burden and yeah. why is john saying it's it's this isn't a burden yeah but that's the, mm -hmm. so like if we can like deconstruct burden and you, what is the difference between somebody who every step of life feels like is a oh, yeah. burden, burden, right? burden, 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 and, and somebody who just never, right. ever feels burden, burden, burden. And so it's kind of like when a Nephilim walks through the door. We don't mostly will listen to the audience. I know. I But the the thing is, though, is that again, my gut can quickly say burden is out of my control, and my gut can say um, burden is completely in it is yeah. in my control, right. and I can be a paradox internally in that. And so when, you know, John makes all of these declarations and goes, just, just so you know, like, this is a big ask, but it's not bourbon. Yeah. It's like, there's life in it. Yeah. And, uh, that is, uh, that's such, I have to realize that, oh, wait, it's not out of my, it is in my control. It is my perspective. Yeah. What makes it change? What, I mean, like, really what for us, for as people, what changes in us to make us go, okay, this, this thing that I thought was a burden is not a burden. Like, okay. Like building out the coffee shop, like that's a big deal. That's kind of hard. Northeast. It was a lot of stuff. What makes you go like in the moment, it feels like a burden, but what overall makes you go, this isn't a burden. Can we define burden? Hey, I mean, that's what we did. Here we go. <clears throat> What's our current yeah, because burden has two definitions, Understanding and what I put them in here. The first definition is something oppressive or worrisome. Worrisome. And the second definition is something that is carried or yeah. some central topic. And this yeah. one says a load, but typically a heavy one, a heavy load. Yeah. Heavy load. Because mm -hmm. I think, man, it's so true that like the same thing in one season or in mm -hmm. one moment can feel like a burden, yep. and in the next moment, not. Yeah. Like church planting in any given moment can feel overwhelming and can mm -hmm. feel like a burden. 
And in the next moment, you can be full of hope and excited for what yeah. is happening. Any relationship, like your relationship yeah. with your spouse. Like, mm -hmm. I know most spouses wouldn't like to be considered a burden, but there are moments. I mean, I mean sometimes we're a burden, you know? Well, like, no, no, but I just like, it's not that the person's a burden, but sometimes yeah. they, any relationship can mm -hmm. feel like and friendships. Okay. And like, so like, I don't know, faith can feel like a burden. Sometimes. For sure. But I think that's because burden is so tied to perspective. Mm -hmm. And so, like, while, you know, you could be going through something in a relationship with somebody and it could, that, in that moment, can feel like a burden. But, like, when you get through it, you look back and you're like, oh, that was, what felt like a burden yeah. was actually a healthy process. Yeah. Yeah. It's really, like, yeah. sorry. Yeah, I don't. I no, don't, I, like, well, I was just thinking about what you were saying, like, parenting. Like, there are moments when parenting well feels like a burden but like when you sure. think about love and care and what's most important like it is it's a huge change in perspective like is this actually burdensome or is it i mean it is a heavy like sometimes it is heavy and maybe burden is like this two double word it's like yes it's, it's heavy and but we do it out of love and so the author here it's just is, our perspective the author's Brilliant, which is I know, kind of anyway. Because <laughs> uh, the so the declaration and and our goal in this conversation is to not take something that's complex and make it simple, but to take complex and say you have to deal with this complex. Mm -hmm. And so, First uh, John immediately starts with these repetitive, you know, this right. love, believe, have faith in Jesus. If you if you have love if you have faith if you believe in Jesus you're born of God and you will overcome the world. And if you love others you are born of God and you have relationship like it's it's saying these this I don't know if duality is the right word but this this these these two prongs and then but mm -hmm. so like how do you change like these commands can be impossible a burden that is unable to bear. But if I bring, go, all right, I'm going to put my faith in Jesus and I'm going to try to love people. It, that is, becomes a, a spiral, becomes, it comes, becomes powerful. And it becomes, goes from like, it's for me, it's so funny that it's so different for you. For me, it can be like, it's the syllabus. You have to love God and you have to love people. Uh, I don't, I don't know how I'm going to do that. But as you love God mm -hmm. and as you love people, it, it, what a miracle, what a provision of God that he doesn't give him this checklist that is uh, a fatal loop, but is rather given a checklist that is self-sustaining. Self it is the uh, nuclear fission of <laughs> commands. And those, I mean, those commands can be and are central and have weight. Mm -hmm. But they do not need to be oppressive and worrisome. I think that's yeah. the whole side. Which is like like that. <clears throat> like it, it, I mean, you should you should say it again. It's like again, as you just go. Like the call of Christianity can be like, oh, this is going to be the worst. This is hard. Mm -hmm. I can't. You know, like a modern Christian response can be like, we got to really work hard to sell this well because. We're asking people to give up their life and it's going to be not fun. You can't have fun anymore. You can't have fun. Yep. 
if you're going to love people, it's got to be worrisome. It's got to be impressive. And that's not what Jesus says. Mm-hmm. He says, hey, my burden, my loving people, serving people, being out with people is light. Mm-hmm. But we like to look at it and go, but here's all this heavy. And it's interesting because it's, just... it's like, like I'm just thinking about that light. Like I have a couple of things where it's like the following verse, it talks about everyone born of, so it says our his commands are not burdensome. And then it says, for everyone born of God overcomes the world. So anyone, people following Jesus, we, our faith, because then it talks about faith, helps us overcome the world. So it's like, mm-hmm. it isn't, maybe it's burdensome, but our faith makes it lighter. And, but say what you're going to say. Burdensome has a different definition than being a burden. Yeah. Because burdensome is difficult to carry out or fulfill very taxing, restrictive. Mm-hmm. So that first bit of the oppressive worrisome burden, that is what becomes burdensome. Right. But the second part of it, like something that is carried, is the other side of that. I think. So it's just really interesting. No, it yeah. is interesting. It's not a declaration that it's easy. Yeah. No. Because probably anything that has value has burden. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. And so it is not saying uh, it has a burden, but it doesn't need to have burdensome. Burden. It doesn't need, yeah, it doesn't need to be burdensome. Maybe that's the, and that's it, mm-hmm. is because the burdensome has the oppress, oppressiveness, oppression, oppressive, whatever. And the, what was the other word? Burden. Worry, the worry to it. But you still carry it. Like we're, mm-hmm. we're called the, carry it but it doesn't have to be burdensome well you know what is burdensome is life absent from faith Mm -hmm. like we have a moment of you're like you because it can life feels burdensome but it's the perspective that there's a trust a faith that Mm -hmm. there's hope yeah like those things lighten the load yeah things that seem extremely heavy yeah and that's like the point of faith and so if you, you can't separate faith uh without with like you can't separate faith in jesus with this burdens like yeah. the light load narrative here like it, mm-hmm. those are one and the same and part of that is because his love is made complete in us in community mm-hmm. together yeah, yeah. Ooh, that's good i think that like when you we just got talking, an amen ooh, that was my I version mean, of earlier rachel got a, a silent point it's <laughs> <laughs> all over the place um I think like it's such a it is a perspective shift because when we're walking in faith, when we're walking in love and all of these things, and it's what we're always doing, you know, mm-hmm. like when it's always on your mind and that's the lens you're looking through when you're looking through this loving everybody, loving people, walking in faith lens, I feel like it shifts so much of our perspective and it shifts what feels burdensome and like you know, this person normally drives me crazy, but if I'm looking at them through this lens of love and lens of faith and lens of relationship with God and how I'm meant to treat people, like it, I don't know if that's the first thing we're looking through, it shifts how we relate with people. Mm-hmm. At least I feel like yeah. it does. Yeah. Well, again, uh, it's, it's a good book. Mm-hmm. Uh, it is not a quick read, and that's the goal, is to just kind of go, uh, I've been saying repeatedly for weeks of 
uh, sharing stories of my first philosophy class as a 18 year old and just go like college philosophy and just going, are you sure that this is English? Mm -hmm. This is kind of the same <laughs> like perspective is that yeah. something is written uh, with, with so much depth and intentionality. It's meant to be processed in community. And, uh, and so that you can come to a point in relationship with Christ or being a part of a church community, being venturing in faith and going, I feel like there's all these expectations and uh, I feel like, you know, how can anybody and for sure, how could I live up to these expectations? And that can be a why in the road where you say, I, well, I quit. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a common place to find is that you just go, it's, it's so laden with expectations and this good news is not brought to the surface where you go, actually, it's not about making it easy, but it is possible. <laughs> yeah. I really, I really love, like we brought Jonah into this yes. week. And I, what I love about the story of Jonah is, I mean, he's being asked to go to Nineveh. And like, when you read about Nineveh, it's not a great place. I get why Jonah doesn't want to go there. Like yeah. there's horrific things happening. Like a lot of pain, a lot of it's, there's a bad stuff. And I was thinking about it this week and I was like, there's people in my life that if God said, you need to go and like, tell them Jesus loves them. Like, it'd be really painful for me. Like, it'd be hard. And even worse, even worse, you love them. And yeah. Oh, and I have to love them too. <laughs> Thank you, Jesus. Um, but like he, so finally, I mean, he's swallowed and he's in the whale for three days, all this stuff happens. And he has a change of heart in the sense that he goes, but he doesn't, he still doesn't want to. And then like the whole reason he doesn't want to is because he knows God's gracious. He knows he's going to have mercy on these people. And then he, God does what God does. And Jonah's mad about it. And it's like this moment where we go, okay, so to Jonah, that was a burden. And like what changed is what I feel like this is, is for us is like having the heart of God, like yeah. having, having that, like we were talking, I was taking, I was talking with some people about Jonah last week and it was just talking about the law of God being written in our hearts and this heart of the heart of God being written in our hearts and how it changes us. And it feels like when I think about what Jonah did, it feels like a burden, but when we somehow can have the heart of God and be led that way, yep. it's all a lot lighter. Yeah. Yep. Even though it still makes me throw up. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Welcome. Uh, I think that's such a, a, a great thought is that, um, I thought Jesus, you were supposed to fix it all. Yeah, but no, we're supposed to have that. It does fix it all. Yeah, and we are not out. Taking we're not out. Yeah, yeah, we're in it. Yeah. Rich, rich is. I mean, I kind of already did it, but sorry. <laughs> I think uh, just the thing that you know the the caring, the loving, the serving, the all of that that we are called to. We, I mean, it's weighty, it's important, but kind of what we talked about a, a second ago, it's, it's light mm -hmm. when there's a lot of us. Yeah. Also, it's even lighter. Like, it's light from one, but it's lighter when there's more. Yeah. And I think that's, uh, yeah, that's important. Important to look back and be able to go, oh, his love is made complete in us as the church, as body of Christ. So mm -hmm. the burden doesn't need to be burdensome. And it will be a burden, <laughs> but not burdensome. Exactly.
Amen. Have a good weekend. <laughs> See ya.